0: Hello, I'm Lianne and this is Bariatric Yarns, where we talk all things weight loss surgery with a diverse range of guests and the occasional guest co host. Bariatric Yarns is here to support destigmatising bariatric surgery, advocate for feeling good in our bodies and minds, and to provide a safe space for others to talk about the truths of weight loss surgery. We bring you thoughts, ideas, experiences. But we don't bring you medical advice or prescription, so please seek that elsewhere. Let's start our Bariatric Yarn for today. Welcome to Bariatric Yarns. Uh, this is our, our first yeah. uh, panel interview. So today I've got uh, six other lo- lovely ladies, potentially a, a seventh joining us. I've got um, Ash. Say hi, Ash. Sam hey, yeah. Natalia,
1: Hey, Kate. Hello,
0: Tracy, Hi, Ariana, and um, Angela, when she gets on. so uh, these lovely ladies have uh, joined me to test out some new software that um, I'm wanting to use to record podcasts, so I'm really hoping that this episode does see the light of day, if all goes well. Um, today, what we're going to talk about is COVID-19 and, and the impacts that that has had on our surgeries. Um, I think most people have had surgery within the last two years. Uh, August 2019 potentially being the the earliest surgery. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. And... Um, We've got a mixture yep. of, of sleeves and bypasses in here, but a few of people who had the same surgeon. So that's nice, little support group here. Um, so let's just kick off. This um, is all about how COVID 19 has had an impact or affected uh, our weight loss surgery, um, you know, post op pre-op for some people they might have had to have their surgeries moved I was chatting to someone yesterday who was meant to go under the knife today and and has had to be um, cancelled because of our current lockdown Um, but this is a topic that has been kind of on my mind because I have been wondering I went into lockdown at about the four-month mark Um, and for me that was when like bad snacking habits kind of snuck back in uh, during that lockdown Um, but I do wonder what would it have been like if I hadn't have had to go through the um, lockdowns that we have had and all of that extra kind of pandemic stress, uh, would would my results have been different or, you know, all that kind of stuff? So I'd love to hear anyone else's thoughts for them. How has COVID impacted your your weight loss surgery journey? Can you go?
2: Um,
3: so I spent last lockdown on the Optifast diet um, it was also my birthday so that sucked um so I had to watch my husband eat an entire pizza in front of me for my birthday that was a great gift mm. and then this year obviously in lockdown as well but last year I had my surgery postponed from September to October and I was already 10 days deep into the Optifast Oof. diet so I ended up having to do it for about five weeks which was really not nice um, but I think probably last year it was actually a blessing in disguise to have it postponed because I think I wanted it so much more mm. and I had that little bit of a buffer where I could mentally get into that space where I was like, uh, yeah, get this is what I want. If I hadn't wanted it that badly, that setback would have put me off. So I think it definitely proved to me that it was what I needed and what I wanted and just made it so much better.
4: Mm,
0: awesome. Five weeks of up to first, I feel for you.
3: Yeah, it sucks <laughs> majorly. Yeah, it was so the day that they cancelled oh, my operation or like postponed it was the day we went down a level. So, takeaways opened. So, I got sushi on the way to KFC um, because that was just it broke me. And my husband sat in the KFC queue while I ate sushi waiting for him to come through um and yeah i think that was probably the highlight of my my Optifast was was the kfc and the sushi
0: <laughs> oh um what about you ish so
2: you know i prior kind of the first obviously lockdown happened in march last year and um Unfortunately, that's where I started to get symptoms of being sick, and that's when I started to get um, all of these stomach issues. So I ended up in hospital in level three, then we moved into level two. Um, And then obviously, I went to my doctor after we'd gone back down levels, and that's when we decided on me going for the surgery. Um, And then you know, the surgery was approved, I could give him my date, and that was all fine, um, and then we went into level three, and I had my surgery in level three, um, and I was only allowed one person, and he was only allowed there for a limited amount of time, um, and I found that the hardest thing to go through. Um, if anything, I would have probably liked it being pushed back, because the only person that I wanted there with me was my mum, <laughs> I was like I don't, want, I don't want my husband I want my mum, I want my mum and I think my mum felt that as well mm. um, she was really upset, she said the whole day that I was in theatre and then coming out of theatre she cried um, so yeah that's kind of how it affected me but in hindsight mm. you know I think it's made me a bit person so mm. yeah Aww. so that's how it affected me
0: cool Anyone else? So how did um, COVID have, have an impact on your weight loss surgery? Let
1: me, um, last lockdown, I... No, I'm oh, sorry. I'm just trying to think. I wouldn't have even thought of surgery last lockdown. Um, so I had surgery two months ago, and that decision was made uh, start of this year. I started looking into it and getting serious about it. So last lockdown i hadn't even considered it but um as probably most of us have gone through you go through those phases of of your weight up and down and i just couldn't get out i was i wasn't um like i wasn't upset or anything you know like covid didn't actually bother me itself but in general i just had no energy and i put on a lot of weight i I don't weigh myself, so to actually give you figures, I don't know, but I would say, like, a good 10 to 15 kgs around that time would have been put on, um, yeah, if not more. <laughs> and what about, so your seven
0: weeks post, or eight weeks post up now, yeah. do you have, how are you feeling about being in this lockdown? Is it a good opportunity for you to reinforce what you have been doing?
1: Yeah, it actually hasn't been too bad. I um like hearing how you last lockdown were four months I feel like even then would be like harder I can see how you struggle like and you get into those bad habits again I'm still reasonably fresh out and I haven't had any issues or anything but um I I did notice that with the lack of routine how much easier it can be to um yeah snack
5: Mm. and Mm. with
1: the lack of things to do even like um I'm lucky I live rurally but uh even still like what do you do well we can go to a supermarket and we can bake and cook so yeah um while I haven't been doing a lot of it this lockdown um my siblings and that have, we've been having very very decent dinners and pudding and <laughs> and yeah I'm just I think I'm handling it pretty well but um I'm very much still in those early stages. So, you know, Mm. um, it's still very, I don't know, it's very fresh. It's very, yeah, I'm just trying to stick to those three meals a day. And um, I am letting myself have dessert if we're having it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure you're just getting so much water in as well with all that time Mm. on your hands
1: yeah yeah well today I haven't but overall I'm just <laughs> drinking that's actually I should say that as well um so my two siblings and the other one that is staying with us who is a good friend a family friend of ours and he's from up north so he's staying with us but they're all in the hospitality industry so um every night they're making cocktails they're having um like espresso martinis like at about eight o'clock in the morning, Um <laughs> yeah. And i
2: not meant to be happy. Can I come stay at your house?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not meant to be having it. I had some wrong wine last night, but um, yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like the alcohol really doesn't bother me, until, yeah, there's cocktails all hours of the day. It's yeah.
0: Oh wow, gosh, it sounds like a <laughs> holiday, man.
1: No, it's oh, not. Geez. It's not. There's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, Awesome. Um, I might just continue around the, the screen. Kate.
6: Hello, guys. So this is like my first proper lockdown. I've only done level three. I was in Australia last year when the first lockdown happened. Um, so it's definitely a lot harder than I sort of anticipated. And I think I'm kind of at that stage now as well where, you know, you can feel sort of hungry and I'm really bad with my fluid so that definitely doesn't help Mm. but um yeah I've definitely found myself you know reaching for sort of more unhealthier treats like chips and lollies and chocolate and things like that but um I've just been trying to like have more healthier options on hand and because my partner he was due to have surgery as well which just got cancelled today he's been doing his Optifast for like 12 weeks for oh, wow. so, ages so um Aww. I was like absolutely devastated for him but he's Aww. still just going to continue oh until God. he gets a new date which I'm like how can you do that I couldn't even do the four
2: weeks yeah possibly, and I'm like,
6: <laughs> he's literally doing amazing so that's really good
2: yeah and I was yeah he's got some kind even of like safe.
0: super willpower
6: right there it's so crazy because yeah so he's down like well, 36 Yay. kgs. So that's wow.
0: Awesome. That's amazing.
6: Um, yeah, for me, like, I've always been, like, a big emotional eater. I guess mm. that's why I ended up being as big as I was. So, for me, automatically, I just wanted to, like, eat. And the fact mm. he's just going and having an OptiFast, so I'm like, I'll be oh. straight to the supermarket <laughs> buying all the treats. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> so it's definitely, like, a bit of a roller coaster. But I'm just trying to, you know, acknowledge what it is that I – want and if I actually really need it or not but yeah it's definitely a tricky situation um at the moment
1: yeah oh
0: cool awesome Tracy
5: yeah um I think I find the lack of routine quite a big thing so I feel like because I've got two kids and my husband's a teacher so he's working from home so you know I get up in the morning and I'm doing the kids breakfasts and getting them started for the day and all of that. And then like today, I think Nick said to me about 12.30, have you eaten anything? And I was like, yeah. And he said, what? Because he knows me so well. And I was like, a piece of chocolate. And he was like, that's not what I, <laughs> like that's not the answer I mm. thought I was going to get. And like, And he was like, you got to eat something. And it's it goes, that's not what always happens though, right? It's like I can forget because I'm doing the routine, mostly focusing on my family and I'll forget to, um, make the healthy decisions mm. for myself or the, in the opposite way in which case I'm just snacking mm. um, like a stream of snacking all through the day and then some days I do what I'm meant to <laughs> so yeah completely
2: agree mm. 100% agree yeah same boat sister I find mm. the
0: mornings are the easiest when you're like getting up doing x y and z to to, to skip a meal I've only just started yeah. like having a hot drink again in the morning which I find I end up sacrificing Like, because we're in lockdown, I still end up eating after a while. But my breakfast is moving to, like, 10 or or whatever. And then, like, today I had lunch at, like, 2 o'clock. And then it's just kind of got this big flow-on effect. But the saddest thing is sometimes when I miss breakfast in the morning, like, my brain is just like, that's so cool because that means you can eat again later. (laughs) It's like (laughs) one extra meal you get to catch up on today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not just a snack, 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 Ariana, a full Bells. meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: cool.
0: Thank you, Tracy. Ariana, your turn. Um, so the first lockdown
4: I had, sorry, it's so annoying, <laughs> yeah. I can't kind of like make eye contact with you guys, I feel, even though, anyway, um, <laughs> and I was six months six months um, post-op in the first lockdown that we had. Um, so it's got a little bit hard to remember back to that time, but I think um, I was still in the early stages, so I was not snacking mm. so much at the beginning. But through the end, when we started to get like extended time in lockdown, mm. I started trying more things. So at the beginning, I was really good with not mm. testing what I could have. But by the end of lockdown, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try that. I'm just going to try that. So I really experimented with things that I could eat that I hadn't since surgery. Mm -hmm. Because you're just like a baby again. Food's like all new. So um, that was me. But compared to now, I feel like because I'm two years, I'm really like comfortable and what I know I can snack on and what I can't have. So I'm just grabbing things that are easy and convenient. And like you said, with skipping breakfast, when I skip breakfast, I'm like, yep, I can eat and pick at that. So I'm constantly picking what I'm putting on my kids food in their lunchbox every time they ask me to open it. Um, Snacking Mm. is a problem for me um, because I feel like um, I'm not as onto it as I was at the beginning because you know, it was just about having the right amount of protein and all the food, all uh, the liquid, sorry, that you're meant to mm. have that you onto it. Now I'm not as much onto it because I'm like, my body is okay. I don't actually need it because I'm comfortable now with the little amount I can have so frequently mm. that I'm like, eh, yeah. it's not a big deal. So, um,
0: Yeah.
4: yeah. And water for me as well at the moment. Like I go through stages of really being good with water. And then now I'm just, I've had like three coffees today. Um, and it's only been the last two days I've decided to start drinking big cups of mm. um, herb tea. Um, and that seems to be helping
0: Fair with my water guys. intake.
4: But other than that, um, I feel like I've gained
0: two KDs already <laughs> from snacking. Oh, cool. No, that's good. I like it. Um. <laughs> Angela, it looks like you're. Can we hear you? Oh yay! We can. Yay! Yay. Um, Yeah. How? What? um, Everyone else kind of um, was able to do an introduction before we started recording, but you get to do yours uh, live. (laughs) Okay.
7: Well, I'm actually I'm only 19 days post-op, so um, I. Lockdown happened the day before, or two days before I was meant to go back to work. Um, so I had I had two weeks off. I think lockdown happened on the Tuesday night. I was meant to go back on the Thursday, so I went in on the Thursday morning grabbed everything I needed to work from home, and I've been working from home ever since. So it's actually lockdown has been quite kind to me and the fact that I don't have to get up in the mornings and commute to work, I can just take things a bit slower Um, the only thing is now my teenage son is a close contact so he's isolating um, in his room and he went for a COVID test today, we only found out last night and so we are all now not allowed to leave the house until he gets it (laughs) Um, But we're we're kind of organised. I'm still cooking. My husband's had a cold as well, so he went and got a test today. Um, So I'm still kind of cooking all the family meals and stuff like that. But I'm just, you know, I mean, being so Mm. close out of surgery, you're so careful with what you eat anyway. I'm really Mm. not, and I'm Mm. not hungry either. So, you know, I do have to make myself have those three meals a day. Um, So, yeah, it's... um, it's actually not been the worst thing in the world for me to, to have a lockdown and, and, and have
0: life just take a slightly what slower was, pace. And um, like leading up to surgery, has COVID had any impact on on you getting your surgery at all or has that all been pretty straightforward?
7: No, no, not at all. Um, I was actually, I went, I had my first appointment on the 31st of May um, and I had surgery. No, my, my yeah, I had my last appointment with the surgeon where we booked my surgery on the thirty first of May, and I had surgery on the fourth of August. So I was actually quite lucky in the fact that I know we, some of us formed a, a, a group on WhatsApp who were all having surgery around the same days, um, and one of the ladies, unfortunately, who's got canned oh. last week. So. I was actually, you know, very, very lucky with my timing, to be honest, you know, and I feel for anyone now whose surgery has been postponed and, you know, I, I mean, I did five weeks of OptiFast, I certainly wouldn't want to mm. do any more than that. Um, and if they're thinking, I guess if they're thinking of scheduling it sooner, you've kind yeah. of got to keep going. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. so no, to be honest, I've been, I've been very, very fortunate.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome yeah it's um apparently it's a little bit different depending on um, areas that people are in as to whether or not surgeries are proceeding. Somebody told mm-hmm. me, so some are still kind of going going through with their generals and then others it's just a it's a blanket no which I'm guessing would be you know areas like auckland and and um you know the main centers
6: yeah, that's what we got told like they won't even give a new mm-hmm. date until they know because they think with the new like was it being Delta, um, mm. like a lot of the hospitals have like closed right down and they're only operating
2: if you're like on your deathbed.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. At the moment there's like nothing. Especially, especially because like Ashley Boonfield said, it, it, we have to treat it like a completely new strain. Mm. I mean, you see how fast the cases have risen in, you know, mm. that week. You yeah. know, It is something that it's like we haven't dealt with this before. We dealt with COVID, but this is – you can ask somebody and catch it. So, I imagine, you know, the hospitals would be like a complete and utter breeding ground if it got
5: in there. Mm-hmm. So, I suppose also with um, weight loss surgery patients, after the surgery, we had, did you guys all have to. Is that the, the ball line? thingy
4: that you blow into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah that yeah. testing I never thingy. You about
5: that. Yeah. I, I reckon no. it would put you, probably put you under more risk as well. So, they'd have to put that into the equation. Mm. Yeah. If you got COVID while well, you're in there and then you've already got. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Gosh, no, it's... I've seen that. Yeah, didn't no, you? I've seen them, and oh, I just got so out. Wings, eh?
2: <laughs>
0: oh,
3: I wonder what that's about. <laughs> it's like those old school, like um, fish aquarium yeah. things you get. Yeah. you know where you have to like press card as hard as possible to get the rings over.
0: Oh,
2: yeah, no. those.
0: Yeah. Oh, far out!
2: <laughs> don't feel left out. my kids. Out. My kids had a blast with mine when I was finished. Oh,
0: wow, I don't <laughs> think mine they went <laughs> home. I'm trying to think well, I got because
2: given mine. I don't mine, even remember. It was like yeah. a little – because I had my surgery at Ormiston, which was amazing. It was like a holiday stay. Um, and, yeah, I took mine home with me. Mm. Um, I think I only threw it out hmm. not not long ago, actually. I've still got mine.
3: Yeah,
4: okay. So,
2: wow. Momentums.
0: Um, okay. I think um, – is there anything else anyone wants to elaborate on this? I I thought it was going to tell me how long we'd been recording for, but it not So I think it's 21. It's 21. How, can you guys see that, or just yeah. me? Or no? Yeah, I can't okay, see it. Yeah.
3: Gosh. If you go into the studio bar, oh, that tells side, it's kind
0: of it of there. There we go. All right, we've got eight minutes left. Cool. Let's um. Mm. Let's actually just. Does anyone else have anything to add? Um, around the COVID chat and kind of what that's been like. Actually, we'll we'll stay kind of on this topic. There's not enough time to beef up another topic. But um, Mm. I think, does anyone have any tips? Because that's something else that someone a lot of people have been asking around Um, I tried to attempt it and and I feel like I I need to go back to it and it works well with my kids is making them a lunchbox so I make them a lunchbox so they don't um, constantly ask
4: me for food making me be in the kitchen making food eating food for them etc so it did work for me like before pre-covid is making me a lunchbox like with my food in there Um, the only Mm. only exception being a hot meal or hot lunch if we cook a hot lunch Um, so yeah, is making a lunchbox so I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and um, do that tomorrow and I suppose I can post to see how that's going for me but making a lunchbox has worked in the past so I want to try and do that for myself
0: yep yeah I like it. It's a great strategy. Any other tips?
2: Routine. Routine, mm. routine, routine. Yeah. I know it's hard, but as, mm. if you stick to a routine, it's so much better. You know, you get up. And and for me, I know that this is really bad because at the moment I'm waking up at different times. You know, uh, some days I'm working and some days I'm not. <laughs> and I'm, I'm out of routine at the moment and feed i know my body's out of whack and i'm forgetting to take my medicine i'm forgetting to drink enough water um yeah i'm forgetting to feed my kids some days um <laughs> i'm like oh i'm tell hungry you I'm they're hungry <laughs> and, then the, and then the kids are like yeah the kids are like oh mom i'm hungry i'm like oh that's right i have to feed you um yeah so it's just it's it's all about routine. If you can stick to a routine and you have one in place, a hundred percent. Write it down. Have it like we've got whiteboard markers, which we we write plans and everything on the fridge. So I've got all the kids' home learning schedules on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if you need help writing it like a schedule, get a whiteboard marker and just mm-hmm. write it on your fridge because you can wipe it off easy, you know. Because then every time you go to snack or every time you go to look for something. It's going to be there right in front of you. Mm. So you're going to be like, hey, no, I've got a routine. I need to stick to this. Cool.
6: Yeah, I agree oh. with that one. Sorry, Sam.
2: <laughs> no, it's um,
3: okay. I thought I put my hand up so I don't just, like, talk over everyone. You, yeah. can you go,
6: Kate. <laughs> um, I'll go after you. Yeah, for me, I'm just trying to, like, be more organized and plan my meals out and then sort of doing, like, a checklist to make mm. sure I'm not overeating. But I've also been kind of just tracking my food – to keep in line with like the snacking, so I don't overindulge. If it's little bits at lots of times, it can be quite excessive at the end. So that's sort of what I've been doing to manage it.
0: Mm, tracking is tracking is always a good option um, when you're trying to get a handle yeah. on you know what am I eating, how often, am I? and we don't want to, yeah. especially when you want to spot some trends, because sometimes it can be a little bit. Um, you know, you're like, oh, it just so happens that every time I do that, I then go to the kitchen and eat that, or you know, how you're feeling yeah, as well. Cool,
6: hundred percent.
0: Sam, you can talk. The floor is yours.
3: Oh, thank you so much. You know, that makes my heart happier, Emilio. Um, so for me, I also quite like to if there's stuff that I enjoyed pre-op that I don't feel I should have post-op because it's not healthy. Um. Trying a healthier version mm. is always really good. So, like for me, mac and cheese is my ultimate comfort mm. food.
0: Don't watch so my story.
4: Oh,
3: <laughs> it
5: looks so <laughs> good.
3: <laughs> but um, like for me, I bought fiber pasta. So because I know that fiber is something oh, really I struggle to get into, it's shaped like a dinosaur, so it makes me want to eat it. It's got yes, the bacon dinosaur in it. pasta. Hell yeah! And it's educational. <laughs> so um, to get, like you all can the add boxes. protein. you can add your protein powder to it you can have bacon in it like cheese is good for you milk is good for you so like all these things add up and if you have it in moderation it's not too bad Mm. but if you tell yourself no i can't ever have that then that's when you're Mm. gonna start to struggle because once you start putting restrictions on things and saying no i can't Mm -hmm. that's something that i find really difficult Mm -hmm. to come to
0: terms with yeah same um okay yes natalia was it a raised finger
1: yeah one finger um for me like I said I'm still pretty early stages so I do feel like it's a bit easier but a big one for me is just like my mind and my mouth really do work work together so um keeping like my mind in check I um I'm not working at the moment because I'm sick not with COVID hopefully um but I am lucky in the fact that I am still able to do a bit of work when I am better Mm. um but, yeah, just, like, not dwelling on things, eh? And, like, the mm. yeah, I don't know, there's six of us under under the roof here at the moment, and I just keep saying to them, like, we can't, we can't fix it. We can't change it. Like, it is what it is. We've just got to, you know, make plans going forward. Like, what are we going to mm. do to keep ourselves entertained? And I think, for me, that's massive because um, even though I had that mindset last year, I, I still did get into a hole, and when, when you get into the hole of, um sleeping eating and sleeping Mm. (laughs) um it's it's an unhealthy routine so yeah Yeah. and and along with that is like for me getting up and going for a walk I've just got a pup so the pup means a walk so it's the best way for me to start my day it's not a big walk I haven't gotten to any intense exercise yet but get up and go for a walk for 15 minutes and the rest of the day flows on like you go in
0: awesome thank you well guys we're nearly at our 30 minute mark so uh, i'm gonna wind this up because i'm determined to not go over the the number uh thank you sam i think definitely uh routine um you know planning out meals using tracking if you need to all of that kind of stuff um assessing whether it's head hunger or physical hunger um i definitely think there's something you know it's a good time to sit down and go through what's our whys why are we doing this? What's the big um, purpose behind this? And and help do some planning because um, it's easy to lose focus, especially in the first, you know, after the 12 months and heading towards that 24 month mark, it's easy to lose it. And all the kind of big reasons why we had surgery in the first place have fallen a little bit off and we have to set some new intentions. So thank you everyone for coming on. I have really enjoyed having you on here. and thank you everyone for listening we'll be back again next week with our panel interview say goodbye everyone
5: bye everyone bye everyone
7: everyone.
2: bye kakite stay safe
0: thank you for listening to this week's Bariatric Yarn if you have a weight loss surgery story or conversation you think needs to be heard get in touch with us on Instagram at bariatric yarns as always we appreciate you for listening wherever you are whatever you're doing Thank you for being part of the change.